I was a teacher and I had many, many boys in my class and Mm -hmm. realized that, as you said, so much is being done for girls and we're missing, we are missing the boat. And this was 25 years ago, Mm -hmm. missing the boat. We're still missing the boat with our boys. My first, first grade was 10 boys and two girls. (laughs) And those boys, I mean, I, my hats are off to them. They're, you know, they're grown adults now, but they taught me so much. And mostly (laughs) what they taught me is I had no clue, no (laughs) clue about these dear, sweet boys and what they needed. And You know, I think part of it is especially, I mean, moms raising sons, but also so many of our teachers in the early grades are female women. Mm -hmm. And we, of course, approach kids and, and humans as from our lens of being female. And that is, we love to talk and we love to talk about emotions and process. And that is not where our boys are coming from at all. All right, blissful parents. Hello, hello, Michelle Abraham, your host here. Today, I'm bringing you a special guest. I have Janet Allison. Hi, Janet. How are you doing? Hi, hi, I'm great. Great to be here. Good. Well, I'm so excited you're here. Janet, let me guys, let me tell you guys about Janet. She's got (laughs) some really cool things going on. Janet is the host of the podcast called On Boys Podcast. And she is going to teach us today or talk to us all about raising our sons and what our goal is to raise them to be most, the most caring, caring men, right? So how can we raise our kids today, uh, our boys today? And what are all the, you know, nuances of raising boys? There's a lot. I, I have one myself. <laughs> and let me, let me tell you a little bit more about Janet. So she's the founder of Boys Alive. And like I said, she's the co-host of the popular On Boys Parenting Podcast, which has like incredible amount, almost 200 episodes out there. And she's a speaker, author, educator, family coach, and featured on-air parenting expert. So she's been helping parents and teachers, care providers, understand the boys in their care for over 25 years. She's dynamic, inclusive, and inspiring. So blending real life stories with scientific research to do uh, so that audience can motivate to take on the critical task of raising confident, capable, caring men. So I love what you're up to, Janet. I think this is so cool. We have a lot of uh, a lot of things helping girls and supporting girls out there. It's so great to see something that's helping us support raising our amazing boys too. So thanks for being with us today. So happy to be here. And I always have to say, first off, I raised daughters. I did not raise sons. Uh, so that's always kind of a surprise to people. But um, I had, I was a teacher and I had many, many boys in my class and mm-hmm realized that, as you said, so much is being done for girls and we're missing, we are missing the boat. And this was 25 years ago, missing the boat. We're still missing the boat with our boys. Yeah. Well, I love that you've taken this on as a a mission for helping us raise great boys. So, so awesome. And that's great. So were you an elementary school teacher? I was actually, I have my degree in elementary ed, but I was actually a Waldorf teacher. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I had my first, first grade was 10 boys and two girls. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and those boys, I mean, I, my hats are off to them. They're, you know, they're grown adults now, but they taught me so much. And mostly <laughs> what they taught me is I had no clue, no <laughs> clue about these dear, sweet boys and what they needed. And you know, I think part of it is especially, I mean, moms raising sons, but also so many of our teachers in the early grades are female 
women. And we, of course, approach kids and, and humans as from our lens of being female. And that is, we love to talk and we love to talk about emotions and process. And that is not where our boys are coming from at all. So it's really a necessity to open, open our lens, open the aperture and, and realize that boys approach the world so differently. And you know, you've been parenting one for nine years, They're completely <laughs> different. He's completely different than your daughter. I mean, not in every way, but there are some essential differences that I'm happy to tell you, share with you. Yes, please do. Because I know I, I'm curious to find out. I was looking forward to this interview <laughs> for my own reasons, guys. Sorry about you all out there, but this is what we take. <laughs> just kidding. But, you know, I think it's your, what you're saying is exactly right. There's just so much information and being a, a young girl myself, not a young boy. I don't know. I'm not really sure what there's going on in their head sometimes. So. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> And the thing I will say too, at the outset is that this isn't just for your boys. Mm -hmm. This is about communicating with men. This is, and it might not be men. It might be a woman that's more of more male brain based than female. Mm -hmm. And so what I really look at it as is just simply understanding another person, understanding someone that maybe doesn't have your same approach to the world. And so it opens up just the ability to connect and communicate in a whole new way. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. And I see your co-host on your podcast has four boys. So, does. <laughs> so you guys must uh, come at uh, with lots of knowledge of working with boys and being with boys. So that's so awesome. So yeah. where should we start off today? What's some of the top things that we should know about raising our boys as we're navigating this tricky thing called parenting? Yes. I'm going to give you some simple tips that you're going to be like, what? That's so easy. I can do that. So <laughs> yes, right. You can, you know, write it on a post-it and then you'll be fine. The first thing we have to understand about our boys is that they are designed to move their bodies. They need to move. And when they're moving their bodies, their brain is also working. If we ask them to sit still, their brain er, 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 goes into mm-hmm. a rest state. So imagine that little kindergarten boy that is just so in his body and needs to move so much. And the teacher says, sit still, listen, and learn. Well, number one, he can't sit still. And if he's sitting still, he can't listen. And therefore, he can't learn. So our our boys need to move their bodies. And of course, school is mostly mostly designed. And in fact, um, if you've heard of Raising Cain, Dr. Michael Thompson, it was a movie and a book quite a few Mm -hmm. years ago. But he said that in school, girl behavior is the gold standard and boys are treated like defective girls. Mm, Interesting. So, and, and I really think boy moms need to be, you are the primary advocate for your boys. Mm -hmm. You have to know what's going on in school. You have to set him up for success by making sure, especially the younger he is, that he moves his body before he even walks in the school door. 
Mm, you know, it's interesting. My my son is pretty successful at school so far into grade four and like things are going really well, but he takes the bus from our house and it gets him to school. Um, like it's a school bus. The school bus arrives almost an hour before school. He runs and plays hard during that hour. And if he didn't, and he, if he doesn't take the bus, I, I offer to drive him all the time. He's like, no, I'm, I'm taking the bus. He loves that hour before class. That's- so and, and it wasn't until you just said that, I was like, oh, that's why I think things that's are going why. well, because he's doing them running around before school. Yes. And, and then he like could fit 15,000 steps later. Right. So that's perfect. That is setting him up for success. That is so great. So you have to know what, how much movement your boy is getting at school and recognizing that female teachers don't really do this naturally. Mm-hmm. So you've got to know, is there alternative seating in the classroom? Does he have to sit mm-hmm. in a chair that can actually, that actually hurts their bodies, not mm-hmm. to mention that they can't sit still that long. <laughs> you have to go to grandma's house and sit for dinner. Make sure you stop at the park before you get there, set him up for success. I have this is, you know, into the school year. So now I'm hearing from my family coaching clients and from people who are like, what I'm getting calls from the teacher. What do I do? And, and one family, I just helped sort out the boy couldn't keep his hands to himself. He's five and a half. (laughs) Come on. And then when we started parsing it out, it's like, he's required to, you know, be at his desk and and not have any movement. So you just, as boy moms, you need to advocate and know that that your boy's getting movement and make sure he does get movement. So that's really the first, the top key. Everything goes through his body. That is how he learns. That is how he processes information. That is, you know, how he releases his anxiety, how he shows, you know, his joy. It's all there in his body. So we want to make the environment okay for him to express that instead of making him feel bad, feel wrong. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's definitely a mind shift for us as women, I think. Yeah. Yeah, And another, another critical point, I think in the day is like, just as dinner is being prepared, that maybe that would be a good time to go for a little run outside or Mm -hmm. go jump on the trampoline for 10 minutes and come back to dinner so that we can sit still on dinner. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you have to just adjust your expectations too, Mm -hmm. about how, you know, how he can sit still or not, if you know, if you want him to sit still at dinner, you better make him move first. So, um, yeah. So anyway, that's the first key of what, what to do, what to do with your boy movement. Okay. Movement. So what's the second key? Oh man, this is very much about, um, about us as women. Cause you know, we love to talk. We just love to talk so much and ask questions. And I think as parents, we totally are, constantly directing, do this, then do this, then do this. It's very transactional kind of, um, kind of conversation. So, uh, the thing is for women, you need to talk in bullet points with your boy, talk in bullet points, (laughs) take all that other stuff, save it for your girlfriends, all the emotions and all the details, Mm -hmm. and just stop 
talking, use fewer words, and you're going to get better results from your boy. Because he you can need to know the whole story about how I'm feeling. What are you talking about? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> so you want to, I, I, I mean, I think t- just you have to try it with your own child. Oftentimes getting out at the house in the morning becomes this constant narration and get your backpack and do your lunch and all of that. And if you can just say backpack or shoes and like, let there be a pause, (laughs) I think you're going to get better results from your boy and he's going to be happier and the meltdowns are going to be fewer. That's super, super important. So awesome. And our house, we have to get on a boat. So there's a whole bunch of extra things like life jacket, okay. <laughs> out the door, get in the boat. Then yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That's gonna be great. I love that. I love the idea of like short, concise. It also makes it a little bit easier on my brain. Um, that sounds like a good plan to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And older boys are able to tell you, you know, mom, just give me give, you know, tell me the one thing you want me to know. I don't need all the details. And so that's just a big heads up for, and, and the other thing is check in with your men, check in with the dads and and ask them and also notice how they talk to their boys, way less detail, way less emotion. And that's how he can better receive it. That's great. I, I noticed that with um, clean your room. It uh, seems to be a very, very, very unclear statement. <laughs> so well, it's too big. Down in those uh, bullet right? points sounds like a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Pick up the red Legos. Now pick up the blue ones. The other thing, this is kind of, this is a little bit on the funny side, but it's so true. I've done it myself. I've been accused of doing it is that we as women ask a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. So we might ask a question and we might get an answer kind of short and it's not the answer we're necessarily looking for. So we ask another question to elicit more. We want more. We want more. And, you know, I've had so many men just be like, that's, I answered the question. That's all I got. (laughs) And so we need to really be aware of that as women. Like, do we, are we constantly questioning? Mm -hmm. Or can we ask a question and then pause and embrace the silence and be okay with the answer (laughs) and be okay with the answer. And that other, I mean, I could, I just, yeah. So silence is another really super important thing to develop with your boy and to be okay to, to embrace companionable silence doing things together side by side. It you don't have to be talking the whole time. In fact, if you're not, he might start talking a little bit more. I've had a couple moms tell me, you know, my son, this is more like tween teen age boys get in a car after school. They got their hoodie up. They got their mask on. They're just like, eh. <laughs> and of course, what do we what do we say when they get That's in the car? Cool. Oh my gosh. Greet them, say hello, give them a snack, and then stop talking. <laughs> and just let there be this. And, and one mom was like, I just 
I'm just seething. I just want him to talk to me when we're on the way home. And it makes me so mad that he won't. And I said, well, what if you could just be in, in, you know, like sending him little love vibes and little arrows of golden light, whatever you want to, however you want to do that so that you are, you're energetically connecting, but you're not saying anything. And she's like, okay, I'll try it. And she <laughs> did. And, and that's that companionable silence of just <sighs> being together. And um, the results were amazing because by the time he got home, then he was ready to talk, but his brain was totally overwhelmed with all the things of the school day. Mm-hmm. And he just needed that space to just and to be able to do it with a mom who is happy in the car, not taking things personally that he won't <laughs> yeah. talk to her. Big difference. Big, wow. big difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Do we have time for one to talk then? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah. Do we have time for one more? Absolutely. Let's do one more. Oh, this is such a good one. Great. (laughs) This is such a good one. So, as again, as women, we love eye contact. We get a hit of oxytocin when we make eye contact. It feels so good to us. But you ask the boys and men in your life, and they will likely say, yeah, not so much. Like, what? Okay, I'm talking. Exactly. Exactly. Not so much. So we have to adjust and be okay without eye contact Hmm. and know that he's still listening. But we, I think, I, I think we, we have been taught and this is this to me is the funniest thing. We all we say to our kids, look at me when I'm talking to you. Yeah. But wait a minute, looking like we think they're going to hear us better if they're looking at us, right? <laughs> but a dad told me once, and I've always I've loved this so much. He said, you know, I tell my wife if she wants me to look at her, I can look at her, but I won't hear, yes. I won't be able to hear what she's saying. Yeah. Or if she wants me to hear what she's saying. I can't look at her. So I tell her to choose one channel. <laughs> That's and there you go. I love so, it. Um, yeah, so that is, and so what, what can take the place of that is doing things side by side hmm. and doing, remember the first thing I said was being physical. So if you're walking or washing dishes or playing with Legos or sitting on the couch side by side, it can be, he can even be crumbling up paper or doodling or something takes the pressure off of, of the eye contact mm-hmm. and, oh my gosh, then suddenly conversation can flow and you're connected and you're not sitting there again, seething because he's not looking <laughs> at you and you're not taking it personally. Yeah, that's great. I love it. Those are great tips. Thank you so much, Jenny. Aren't they? And they're so easy. So easy. I know. Like yeah. you just write those down, and they're they're checked in my mind. And oh my yeah. god, I'm gonna. Except uh, for the fewer words, that one might. That one is not not always easy, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, I think that's a good one to practice too. <laughs> Definitely. So those, are, those are really awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about the work that you do with families and how people can work with you? Absolutely. I am a family coach. I have been working with parents for 20 years now. We meet on Zoom and we do our thing. And, you know, it's all about, I think we set out with this ideal of how we want our families to be. 
And then life kind of happens and it's like, wait a minute, this is not what I expected. So I am very much about getting you realigned, new strategies, understanding how boys communicate, understanding boy development, which is different than, you know, it's the same, but different than girls. So I, I love that work. I also host mom's groups, which we're currently into a six month cycle of mom's groups, but every six months I open up new groups and those are just super way to get really, really, um, just to feel of community and kindred mm-hmm. spirit support. That kind um, of I'm sure is great. Yeah. But if your listeners go to boysalive.com, there is a, they can opt in for a free guide that is called your boy and big emotions and mm-hmm. common mistakes that we make as parents. Because awesome. we know boys have big emotions, and that's that's a whole nother topic. Maybe interesting. We can talk about that I thought sometime. that was an individual thing. So, but I'm starting to learn it's just a boy thing. <laughs> the well, big and think about like they're physical. So yeah. if they're angry, it's gonna be big and loud and sure noisy. Is. And and yeah. as women, that can be overwhelming, <laughs> intimidating. The bigger your boy gets, it gets scarier. Mm-hmm. So so part of the keys that I've given you today are the beginning of being able to connect and deepen your trust and relationship so that he can feel held in those big emotions. Wow. I love that. Yeah. So yeah. great. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Jennifer. You're so welcome. It's been awesome. Blissful parents out there, go to boysalive.com. Go also listen to Janet's podcast. It's awesome. Janet, where can we find your podcast? Oh, you can find on boys at any place you find your favorite podcasts. It's Perfect. out there everywhere. Spotify, Apple podcasts, um, or you can go to onboyspodcast.com and you'll see all the the archive of episodes. I mean, we have talked to some amazing experts from around the world. So it's good Fantastic. stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. So for all of our Blissful Parents out there with boys and, you know, the founder of Blissful Parenting has three boys himself and one girl. <laughs> and so this has really uh, been awesome to learn a little bit more about our boys, especially, uh, you know, as moms, if for the moms out there that maybe didn't grow up as little boys, <laughs> mm-hmm. kind of getting a glimpse into their heads been really great so thank you so much janet for joining us today make sure you guys go check out boysalive.com and the on boys podcast with janet yeah oh host any last words for our parents out there janet today oh my give yourselves grace give yourselves grace no one has ever parented in these times and you know we just all need to take a pause and just look into your boy's eyes and just send him some super love Awesome. But don't expect him to look at you back. Well, true. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for catching me on that one. See, we're so, we're so, it's so ingrained in us. It is good to look into his eyes. Just don't expect him to look at yours. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I'm learning. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks so much. All right, Michelle. Take care. Have a great day. Blissful parents out there. We'll see you again next week. Take care. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Blissful Parent Podcast. For complete transcriptions of this show, as well as helpful links to resources mentioned in this episode, please visit our website at theblissfulparent.com.